Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. If you're new here, I'm Helen. I'm a confidence and business mentor for women, and my whole purpose is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. All right, everybody. Today, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about where confidence meets personal branding and business. And to set the scene, it doesn't matter if you don't have a personal brand or you don't have a business. The thing is, we all do have a personal brand, whether we're posting about it online or not. It's how we show up in the world. It's how we present ourselves. It's how we lean into our authenticity. And it's how others perceive us just in passing. So this is really about building the core of who you are so that you can exude and radiate your highest self, to be honest. And when we do think about it online though, we have this invitation to be really particular about what we share, how we share it, what kind of language we use down to our colors and our jargon and whether we capitalize something or not. You know, it's everything matters. Every detail matters in how we show up in the world. And it's something that can be exciting to refine day after day after day. And I don't think it's a, a process with a whole end all be all, which makes it all the fun, all the more fun, right? So let's just start off with thinking about what is a personal brand in general? Like, what does that even mean? When I think about it, I think of how we kind of build billboards in our lives. And I remember this because I used to be a social media manager for local businesses in New York City. And I would always describe this to them as I was onboarding them as a client. I would say, think of your Instagram or any social media presence as a big billboard. When people arrive at your page, we want them to know exactly what to expect from you and what they're getting, right? So that's where we really can have this liftoff point and this grounding point of, okay, what's the bigger picture? So we really want to have a grand vision for a mission and what we're really trying to say in the world. Otherwise, we're just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks in general. And I think it's easier to lose sight of who we are and what kind of mark we're trying to leave on the world if we just don't know what we stand for. It's like that saying, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. So this is an encouragement to take a minute to think about what you are presenting to the world and how you want to make people feel feel. And this is something I really bring up with my clients a lot, especially as it relates to business, because we can go through all of the strategy. We can go through like building out an offer, all these things. But when you're trying to communicate what you're giving to the world, to your soulmate clients or to your target people or your soulmate friend group, it doesn't have to be about business. We really want to help people understand the transformation that they're going to go through in your presence. So it's not about selling the bullet point list. It's about emitting the frequency of how someone's life is going to change with you and around you. And 
essentially how we're all going to become better people and a better world for it. So this is where the introspection is really key. And this is why confidence is truly a spiritual journey, because you got to dive deep into the core of who you are and be brave enough to go, especially into the wounded parts of self, to uncover that and to heal that so that you can shine even more brightly. And it's like shining up a little diamond, right? Or a big diamond. Yeah. So have a moment to journal about this. Maybe this evening as you're winding down, like, what do I feel like my purpose is? And we talked about this in the last episode, just about what purpose is and how it relates to fulfillment and where you feel like you are most deeply of service and especially what moves you emotionally. Is it art? Do you love art? Do you love making jewelry? Is it nature? Do you love being out in nature and helping your community understand the healing benefits of being around water and plants and traveling? Has community completely changed your life? And do you feel called to share more about that? And again, I want to make this a holistic level here because this, this, has nothing to do with Instagram right now as we're talking or TikTok. This is about how you enter new environments and how you meet new people and what you choose to talk about and how you present yourself. So when you know what your calling is and what your bigger picture is, what your mission is in this world, even if that's just to spread more love, that's going to give you an anchor point. I remember even as I was pursuing music and starting the podcast and trying my hand at freelancing in these different realms, my intention, even as a 12 year old, as a kid writing in my journal was, I want to raise the vibration of our planet. It was, yes, very much in line with like the spiritual jargon that I was consuming. Even at that early age, I I remember my mom had introduced me and my sister to the, the secret. So I already had that kind of implanted in my mind. And I just remember like, what is my why? My why is I want to raise the vibration of our planet. I want to live in a happier and healthier world. And it didn't matter what I did from there on out. It all came back to that anchor point. So For example, when I wrote music, I would really make an effort to help people feel uplifted when they listen to the music. And I made an effort to create visuals that would reflect that. When I started to work uh, as a social media consultant and a brand consultant, I specifically would choose businesses that were helping to heal the planet. So always in the healing industry to make an impact on the world. And if there was one client that I had, um, I won't really get too specific about it, but it just wasn't in service of women. It was like a med spa, basically. And I just felt like nothing against that. I mean, I'll probably get Botox at some point, but I just felt like it wasn't really helping women. And I could feel this, I could feel this um, pit in my stomach doing it because I kept making media that was telling women they weren't beautiful enough. So Um, I know that's a tricky subject to get into just do what makes you feel empowered. But for me, I was like, okay, this is, this clearly feels out of alignment intuitively with my lifelong mission and my purpose. then when I started the podcast, the whole reason that this podcast exists is because of that. Why? So I could go on for hours about this, but, um, I want to encourage you to think about your why and think about how everything that you put out in the world is a reflection of that deeper why. And if it is unclear, do some soul searching and do some digging to feel into what makes you feel good being alive. What increases your sense of vitality? What makes you want to be on this planet? Because 
it's no joke, you guys. I'm like done beating around the bush about this and kind of bypassing. Life is hard. Life is really hard. And I used to shy away from just like admitting that in any way, but I feel like it holds us back to gauze over the fact that life is really challenging. So when I talk about creating heaven on earth, it's an action. It, to create a sense of heaven on earth is a daily choice and a daily overcoming of the pit, basically. In every moment, we have a choice to lean in or lean out of the hard, but life is inherently hard. And I think it was designed like that to teach us lessons as souls. I think this school is very much a place for us to literally learn and evolve as spiritual beings. And then when we graduate from planet earth, we'll have a deeper understanding of what exactly our biggest lessons here were. But I think it's okay to admit that life is really challenging and also marry it, the yin to the yang, marrying it with, okay, well, how can I create more of a life that feels like heaven on earth then? What structures can I put in place? How can I deepen my mission and send my roots way down into the ground so that I can expand outward and spread more light by having an honest understanding of what it really means to be alive I don't know a single person that has it easy every day. I just don't. And we go through these highs and lows. Um, we have a choice of whether we're going to be a victim of the hardships of life or whether we're going to be the victors and we're going to rise above it. But it is a choice that we all have to make every day of whether we're going to lean into the light or lean into the darkness. And I just had... Um, I was, I gave somebody a session the other day in person and I'd, I'd never done this before a healing session because I've been trying to expand my understanding of quantum healing and I do understand it in some ways, but I wanted to practice with more people. So I had this, um, acquaintance, this really wonderful woman come over and we were doing, we're working through quantum healing with her and she's really interested in the spiritual realm and understanding more about the metaphysical space. And I asked her, you know, what are you researching? What are you looking into? What are you listening to? And she was really interested in listening to horror stories about spirits and ghosts and demonic entities. And, and I, I said, that's it. That's it right there. As soon as you can release that and start to move into a lighter consumption of media, I think your life is going to start to change. And I give you that example because I really do think it's that simple. Everything that we consume has an imprint on us. It leads us more deep into the darkness and into the hardship of life, or it can lead us right, right over into the opposite direction, but we always have a choice. So to bring this back full circle to confidence and personal branding, you really got to understand, I think the yin and the yang to the human experience, like darkness and light live side by side, but we're always toggling in and out of one or the other. And we do always have a choice. So when you're thinking about building your confidence, confidence literally translates to complete trust. When you break down the word and the Latin roots of it, it means complete faith, complete trust. So when you're in that frequency, when you're in that confident frequency of trusting your path forward, your mission is strengthened and it's a lighter mission. It's not always easier. It's, I think, the road less traveled by. It's so much easier to destroy and destruct. And we see this play out on the world stage. It's harder and it takes uh, more intention and more time to build something really meaningful and really beautiful and not just destruct, right? So it's a challenge that I think if you're here listening to this episode that you've taken on yourself and it's a very rewarding challenge. So confidence is having complete trust, having complete faith and seeking out experiences, media, consuming carefully, uh, 
so that you stay in that frequency of trust. So even when you're faltering on the fault lines of darkness and light, you can stay in the lighter frequency. So that ties into your emission outward. So when we're talking about building a personal brand from a place of confidence, really ask yourself, am I spreading love or fear? Love or fear? It's so simple. It's always, it's always this simple. It's love or fear. And this is what I do with every client and mentorship. We, this is, this is the root of it all. We get to the trigger points and we say, where are you making a decision from love or fear? And how can we get you into a more loving state of decision-making? So anytime you go to share something on Instagram or TikTok, whatever you're using, what, if you're writing, if you're blogging, if you're sending out newsletters, if you're just showing up at a meeting and work, where can you ask yourself, am I spreading love or fear right now? Am I being solution oriented and optimistic or am I faltering on the line of demise and decay, vitality or death? Literally, we, we constantly have that choice. So when you think about business and building, building something around you that is a representation of who you are, that deeper work is absolutely essential and it's absolutely key for radiating your authenticity and leading our collective consciousness into a higher frequency. For a moment, imagine with me actually living your purpose, having your passion be your source of prosperity, feeling fulfilled when you wake up on a Monday morning, excited to work for yourself and excited to share your gifts with the world and to change your clients' lives. If you're like me, you have a big vision. You've got big dreams for yourself. And perhaps you're ready to exit the matrix, this nine to five hamster wheel of life. And you've always wanted to work for yourself. You've always wanted to create something bigger. I completely understand that feeling. That was me five years ago, but I just didn't know what to do. I remember looking around being like, how the heck do people have a business? How do they get their first client? How do they start a podcast, launch a newsletter, do a launch campaign? Like what the heck is this? And I thought that people just knew how to do it. But the reality is it's not some magic that happens. It's strategy. There is a step-by-step process that you can learn and integrate, and you have this within you to bring it to life. So this is exactly why I've created the business mentorship. And I use a very specific method that I've created over the years called the passion to purpose method that has allowed me to go from struggling, making no money, having no clients yet to being a magnetic entrepreneur that is booked out and completely working for myself. And it's such a blessing to bring this program to you. So if this feels like a full body, yes, if this is really resonating on a soul level for you, just head to the description below and join the wait list. When you join the wait list, you get 500 dollars off of enrollment if your application is approved and I can't wait to see you in there and meet you. Thank you for tuning in. Back to the episode. It comes down to this beautiful blend of psychology and strategy and spirit as well. You know, it's such a spiritual thing to put yourself out in the world to be received and seen. It's a huge unblocking of the throat chakra, right? Which is just clearing the fear of being judged, being perceived and being seen. So it really does come down to like the colors that you choose to use. 
If you're using like a bright red color, that's a very bold color in your personal branding. It's giving a certain message of power, perhaps strength, perhaps this female entity. Um, You know, you associate certain things with that color. Color psychology really plays in. Um, If you're using black and white, it's a more muted tone. That's saying something in itself. Maybe you're promoting peace with those colors. If you're using a lot of greens and nature, perhaps you're promoting freedom and ease and a, a joyful life lifestyle, but this is why it all matters. So when we just throw something up without thinking about it, we do ourselves a disservice because we have something to say in every single detail of what we put out. Um, down to how a font will make you feel, you know, fonts really hold a lot of power as well. We start to associate people with text and symbols. Like as a species, we're very keyed in and tuned in to symbols, like down to the emojis that you use. Okay. Like I always use a white heart symbol because I remember I had a, a shamanic training and, uh, integration done and the message that came out was walking with a white heart, clearing my heart cleansing my heart. And so my integration period afterwards was feeling into what it feels like to walk with a white heart and to spread peace. And I'm a Cancerian, so I'm always going to get emotional talking about these things. Oh my God. Well, anyways, so I use the white, <laughs> I use the white heart. Okay. And also like that little genie symbol, because I think of what the work I do with women as a, a form of alchemy and um, magic and transcendence. So I love that little like genie symbol. So think about what emojis you use literally hold a lot of potency, a lot of meaning, right? So it really is that specific. So I think this is all to say, just like take pride in your life, take pride in what you're putting out there and take a moment to be mindful about it. It's a mindful practice to have a personal brand and to grow it because what it means is that you're thinking before you speak. You're thinking before you speak, you're thinking before you post. Um, I can tell, you know, if I put something out that has a typo in it or the editing is off or something's weird, it's because I wasn't thinking. It was because I wasn't present. And that's why business as well has been a spiritual journey because it's made me a lot more detail oriented and keyed into the very present moment that exists so that I'm, I'm not missing something and I'm not missing life as it passes me by. And I'm not placing my power outside of me to be received in a way that's messy. Um, and I still have so much, I think, cleaning up to do with my personal brand as well. There's still little ticks in there that I want to even out. And again, that'll be kind of a lifelong journey, I think. But this is what I want you to get in the in the zone of is really taking pride in who you are and how you share yourself with the world. And I know that that can be really scary. So I'm working with somebody recently and she's had a business for nine years. She's had this amazing uh, fitness studio for like nine years. She's terrified of doing any marketing around it because it's associated with her. It's like she feels like she's so connected to this this company and this brand and she's just kind of been hiding behind throwing stuff at the wall, it seems like. And so now as we've been helping her zero in on her strategy, it's terrifying because she's opening up. She's being seen for a different version of herself that's more mindful, more present, and that is scary. So what I encouraged her to do and what I would invite you to do as well is if you are running a business, if you have a brand that you feel like is is more um, 
it's not who you are necessarily when you're at home, like getting ready for bed. You know what I mean? I would encourage you to separate the business from yourself in a lot of ways to have a healthy separation so that there's not this like almost codependency, I suppose, on what you're putting out into the world. Like when I go to post a reel um, or I'm talking to you on the podcast right now, I have a very specific frequency that I'm speaking to you and I'm in business mode. I'm in creation and and production mode. Um, This is not the same mode that you're going to see when I'm having a glass of wine with my buddies on the beach, you know? So, and I think that's beautiful. You can, you can get a sense of it, but I think it's healthy to have different parts of our consciousness. And we do have so many different levels of consciousness. We have so many different versions of ourselves that we present with different people, places, and things. I think that's okay. I don't think that's inauthentic at all. Um, I think it's just a way that we can, it's kind of like code switching, um, but I think in a healthy way, right? It's like we we have different masks that we wear in this world, and I think our ego serves a purpose in that way, and it can really protect us from taking things so personally. Um, so what I was saying was like when I post a, a reel or something, I'm just posting because it's of service. It has nothing to do with me. My whole mission comes back to the mission that has been in my brain since day one of, I want to raise the vibration of our planet. I want to help people feel better. So when I post something, when I script something out, it has nothing to do with me being perceived and judged. It has everything to do with how is the other person going to benefit from this? Because this has nothing to do with me. It's going to impact them, hopefully in a way that's going to make them feel better or encourage them to think of something in a, a lighter way. It's nothing to do with me. So my job is to be the vessel to deliver the message. And then I can release myself and my ego and my attachment to the idea of it. Uh, Because I think when we attach and let ourselves be consumed by a picture image of ourselves, we lose ourselves. So have the healthy separation happen there anyways. And What I'd like to remember too is like in the beginning when I was starting my business, I had that fear. I had that imposter syndrome. Um, And then I remembered all the teachers who have shaped my life, you know, and I thought about where would I be if they had been too scared to speak up? What if Ram Dass never wrote a book or he never spoke? What if Brene Brown never made that Netflix special? What if Louise Hay never wrote You Can Heal Your Life? What if Rumi never wrote poetry because he was terrified of being seen? Thank God that they did that. So what makes you any less important or any different? You know, I just like, it really gets me going because we think that we're not worthy of sharing, but it's not even about you being worthy or not. It's more, I think, of an objective sharing and a gift. We all have gifts. We're all artists. We all have something that could change the world within us if we would just let ourselves unleash it and step back. And if it helps you to even create like an alter ego or like a nickname for yourself, like my name is Helen Denham Reed. Like I always went by Helen Reed as a kid. And then I switched to denim for music. And most people like would actually call me just denim. And then now I use Helen Denim. But when I when I live as Helen Denim online, I'm in that frequency. And I love being in that frequency. But with my family, I'm Helen Reed. And I'm like, I'm weird and different. Okay? So <laughs> I think it could give us a lot of freedom to have these different versions of ourselves, you know? Um, and this doesn't all relate either to just branding and business. Like think about when you go into a meditation class to sit for half an hour, you're the one who meditates. 
You are the one who meditates. You are the loving awareness who is meditating. When you go to present a project at work, you are the one who presents. You're the loving awareness of the one who is presenting. The all-pervasive I am, essentially, that lives and breathes through you. The unity consciousness that is experiencing itself as an individual in that moment. And we can switch throughout these individual experiences, but it doesn't have to be so heavy. It can just be a way of source exploring itself through you. So when you see yourself more as source having an experience of breathing and living through you, we can have this exhale of like, oh my God, it's not that big of a deal. It's not all about me. It's actually not about me at all. This is about benefiting the collective and everybody's just thinking about themselves anyways. So it's like, why do we have to cramp ourselves and, and put ourselves in these boxes of, of terror thinking that, so what if you get judged? Okay. Like, let's go to that place. Like, so what? So what if you put something out and it's messy or it's imperfect to begin who the fuck cares? Like no one cares. Like literally no one cares. Um, (laughs) and I say this to be a relief. Like, um, one of my amazing clients just put out her free book. I've got another one putting out her free video, like all of these things, like we're creating their lead magnets basically. And the advice that I give them is like, who cares if they read it or not? Like, just who cares? Like, let's just have a split here, like a healthy separation. Like this is your art that you created, release it, let it go free. Stop holding and clinging onto it so much. Let it breathe, let it live. The next body of work you put out will be even better and the next even better. But with every body of work, set it free. It's like, you know, with artists, they always say like the art is never done. There's always like a final tweak you could do, but to never release it because there's one more tweak that you want to do would be a disservice to yourself and to the world. So watch yourself almost objectively as the objective observer and see yourself expanding and playing and having fun because it's really not that big of a deal. Like what we're, it's, it's okay. So there is this, again, this yin and the yang, the, the balance of it, of taking immense pride in who you are and thinking before you release, thinking before you speak. But once you come from that place, you got to gotta let it go. You got to release it, right? Because once, once you've thought about it, once you've been mindful, once you've done your checks and you feel solid in it and then you let it go, that's all you can do. So there's no use in suffering and thinking about what could have been or what, just do something else, do something, improve it differently down the line. So I hope this helps you guys. I think this is a a deeper conversation about knowing who you are, knowing your essence, having a willingness and the ability to get objective about your life in particular environments where you're experimenting with what it means to be you and allowing yourself to explore those realms. And that's why I think it's really healthy to travel if you can as much as possible because you drop into these different environments where you barely know who you are anymore because you're in such a different space in a different environment. And our environments hold frequencies that program us as well. Like when we're in our homes, we feel a particular way. When we're out at a club dancing, we're in a different frequency, a different environment. If we're in a different country, we're in a whole different environment and we're a whole different person. So I think that's really good for us to flex the fluidity of the human experience and to intentionally get yourselves get ourselves into environments where we do feel uncomfortable so that we can practice that 
release, release, release again and again. Like it's not that serious. It's not that big of a deal. Like what if life was just more about play and fun? What if it didn't have to be so heavy? What if personal branding was just a way that you color in a coloring book and just a way that you're playing and having fun and you can have permission to change your mind and you have permission to explore and ebb and flow but it's also a practice and discipline, which is a beautiful marriage between the two aspects of life, discipline and play, right? So my wish for you is to find freedom in your expression and to unleash yourself a bit more. And maybe something that you could do on a very simple level is wear an outfit that you normally wouldn't wear. Like to get you a little bit out of your zone and play with your identity a little bit. Maybe try listening to different music or watch a foreign film that you would never watch or take a walk in a neighborhood that you haven't been in before. Expand your horizons, expand your mind and witness how the playfulness of business, personal branding and moving through your career is a spiritual practice of release, authenticity and expressing yourself to your fullest capacity. So with that, I love you. Thank you for being here. I hope this helped you to feel more inspired and uplifted and empowered. And as always, if you feel like a friend might benefit from this, share it to your stories, DM me, let me know what your takeaways are, even leave a review if you feel called. That would be so stunning and gorgeous. And yeah, the link to sign up for the waitlist for the business mentorship is in the description. There's also a link for a free book to help you build your confidence there and all the other goods. Okay, my darlings, talk to you soon. Have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are.